Are you ready? Ready to transform your life and step into the person that you say you want to be. Ready to stop talking and start doing. I'm Ange, a health and fitness coach. And I'm Ashley, a Reiki master and energy healer. And we are here to help you do exactly that. And you're busy. We get that because we are too. But even with the challenges and chaos, you deserve and can live a life full of absolute joy, happiness, and purpose. We want you to join us in taking radical responsibility so that you can take everything in your life to that next level. Have the best sex of your life. Live in a body that you love. Let go of worry and stress. And live in total alignment. Your happier, healthier, and amazing life is waiting for you. Let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Transform Your Life podcast. This is our last episode of 2023. Happy holidays to all of you and welcome, my love. Ashley, how are you? Uh, Merry Christmas. I'm so good. How are you? I'm good, but I got to tell a story here. So (laughs) child is turning eight. And for his whole life, I've never forgot his lunch. But today I forgot his lunch. And that would not be an issue if like we lived like down the street from the school. But the school calls me. I'm like leaving this morning. They're like, hey, I have Theodore in the office. Like he doesn't have a lunch today. I'm like, fuck. But it's sub day. So they like he's already going to get the sub. I'm like, Guys, can you just like hook them up with like the free, the snacks that you have at the school? I'm sorry. But it was one of those like, I can either give myself like grace. You've never done this in a long time. And like, this is just, um, yeah, just one of those things. And very like moms make mistakes. Moms forget things. But I had one of those mornings. And you know, when you do have something like that happen, you're like, oh, this might be the tone for the day. So anyways, I just wanted that, to share that story, give you all grace. If you've ever forgot your lunch or forgot a lunch for your child going to school, I'm with you. <laughs> oh, girl. I, yeah, I love that you can give yourself that grace because I think that is, that's the struggle. That's the, the daily struggle of moms, I think. Not necessarily like forgetting lunches per se, but to give ourselves grace for not doing all the things. <laughs> And just making mistakes. And so I thought today's episode, um, I think I want to dive into that and give moms and dads and maybe those that aren't moms and dads, but are still navigating the craziness of the holidays, some strategies to move through this period with grace and ease. Mm, I love it. Grace and ease, baby. That has been, that's been my motto, actually. So like total sidebar of that. I am working through the 21 days of initiation, which you have done. Ange has taken her Reiki level one. And I just finished up the mentorship program with my students who got their master's. And so with each attunement, first attunement, there is 21 days of shedding, shedding, charging and clearing. So in those 21 days, so the first week is body, then it's mind, then it's spirit. And so I'm working through the 21 days of initiation and it's kicking my ass. So grace and ease has been the theme for this whole, this whole 21 days. Um, My students, they are also um, working through different things. One of them, one of the things she gets is um, vomiting. 
So she's, she's physically like unwell as her body is detoxing. And so we're all just calling in grace and ease. And this year there's been just some, some different challenges um, with family, with friends, with different things that show up. And so I think grace and ease is a beautiful template to, to move forward as the intention and the template for this busy season. So thank you. I'm excited for, for leaning back and moving with grace. So for you, the listener, we thought it would be supportive if we went through the mind, the body, and the soul and gave you some tips to navigate the holidays. So why don't we start with body? Okay. So for the body, my tip or suggestion is that you move through this season with pleasure being the focus. So with pleasure being um, the focus, my suggestion is that might be through masturbation, that might be through intimacy, that might be through enjoying your favorite chocolate. But with your body, I want you to really fill it with as much pleasure as possible. This is such a beautiful time to connect with yourself, to connect with your loved ones, and we can do that through the body. So my tip is to choose pleasure um, instead of making this a month of pain. I think we can move through the month and be like, I got to lose five pounds or I got to lose 20 pounds or like I shouldn't eat the chocolate cake. Um, and I, I don't want that for any of you. I want you to move through this whole period of time with pleasure in mind. Keeping in mind that when we choose pleasure, it doesn't need to be overindulgence. It doesn't need to be um, having all of the things because sometimes when we go to that overindulgent place, we don't end up feeling really good. But we go from the perspective of pleasure and we choose pleasure. I think that it can be a really powerful tool as you go through. So that's my tip for the body. Amazing. Can I add on to that? So one way to do that, as you were saying that some like things are bumping in and one of them is to do that, whatever it is that you are choosing, or if you're choosing pleasure, just being very present when you eat. So if you're eating chocolate cake, not stuffing your face with guilt, but just really like slowing down, I feel like, and you can probably speak to this a little bit too, but with pleasure, one of the key components is truly slowing down and feeling, tasting, smelling, whatever that is, but pulling in your senses into it. And that takes slowness, right? And so you're not going to, if guilt is there, you're going to quickly eat the chocolate. You're going to quickly do the thing because you're like, I need this. I need this pleasure right now. I need the dopamine, but oh, it's bad. Whereas pleasure really just slows it down, it elongates. So whatever that is, whether it's masturbation or connection with your partner or the chocolate or taking the day off, doing it slowly and presently so that all of those sensations of pleasure can actually be enjoyed thoroughly. Mm, I love the addition of that there. Yeah, for sure. And my, my tip would be touch. This is a season where we are around most specifically our friends, our family, our loved ones, um, the people who challenge us and trigger us. And touch is one way that we connect and we heal as humans. It's, I mean, I'm, I'm the poster child for that, right? Um, 
but we, t- we, we heal through that. We connect through touch. And I know that there's a, there's probably listeners out there right now who are going, I hate hugs. I'm not a touchy feely person. Challenge yourself maybe to get closer with your kids and maybe it's not touch. Maybe it's closeness. So if they're on the floor, you sit on the floor instead of the couch. If um, your husband is flipping burgers, maybe you rub his shoulder um, as you walk past him. Um, when you're on the couch, instead of sitting at opposite ends, really just like focusing in on more touch. This is a season of connection and we do connect through touch. So I would say there's there's those of us who touch is our love language or it shows up in our human design chart like me. So touch is, you know, it, it makes sense. It makes me feel good. But I also know that as humans, it's just it's something we need. So at this season, especially making sure that you focus on affection and touch with the people that are closest to you. Mm-hmm. So there's the body. That was fun. I like this. All right. Mind. So my tip this holiday season for the mind Um, And this one has to do with the people in your life that are really challenging to be around around the holidays. So maybe it's your dad or maybe it's your sister or maybe it's your great aunt. Um, Whoever that is in your family who you really struggle to be around. My suggestion is that I want you to try to view them for the first time like you've never met them. So Sometimes um, once we have history or there's triggers there or there's just things that they say, it can be really easy that that's coming and that's going through your mind. But think about when you meet somebody for the first time. Um, And my suggestion is to do it from a non-judgmental place, which is not easy, but sometimes even just leaving the room and then coming back into the room will give you a little bit of that um, break to come back as if you're seeing them for the first time. And if it helps, I know for me, sometimes it's helpful for me to imagine them as somebody else. So you're looking at them and their name is Bob. Can you just give Bob a different name? just for today, as if he's somebody you don't know, um, that's maybe packing down the street or at the grocery store. And sometimes that can help us control what we can control. A lot of those pieces might be out of your control, but if you can see them through that lens, I think it can help you kind of disconnect from all of those ties. And I know you talk a lot about the cutting cords and those energetic cords, but I think if we really can get our mindset in that place, Think of yourself as an actress or an actor. And for this day, you're going to be dancing through the through the kitchen and it's somebody different. Um, and I, I literally just did that, girl. <laughs> and when you do it, it seems so silly. It seems so silly, but it wouldn't influence you if they weren't your dad, right? If somebody was to act that way and they weren't your dad, you might feel really differently or if they weren't your great aunt, but for whatever reason, really ruffles us, right? Um, and so my mindset tip is to pretend like you are seeing them for the first time, even just for that day, mm-hmm. knowing that that's going to help protect your own energy and make it so that your mind can be focused on the things that you really want to enjoy this season. Mm. I love that. Mm. Yeah, I, there's been some challenges that have showed up in my world and it's the like... Okay, we're doing this and it's for the greater good. So you, you move forward and you, you choose relationship, right? You choose relationship. So I love that. 
my tip for the mind is like the thing that keeps popping in for me is money, 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 money. All of us right now with the holiday season, money shows up. Our money mindset shows up, our core beliefs around money. And so my challenge or my tip, I suppose, is to have a look at your money mindset. Where are you right now? And releasing any guilt around maybe you've bought too much or you feel like you've bought too much. Maybe you feel like you haven't purchased enough. Maybe this season you don't have enough money because of the challenges in the economy, whatever that looks like. But I would say releasing whatever it is, whether it is lack, whether it is um, overspending, whatever that is, so that when those kids open the present or when your partner gets the thing or doesn't get the thing, or you've made that decision consciously that, you know what, we aren't spending that kind of money this year, that on Christmas day or boxing day, or whenever you choose to kind of exchange, that you do it with joy. So that when you're sitting there, you're not thinking, oh my God, I have spent way too much. Look at all this freaking crap on the floor. What have I done? You're, that's going to steal your joy on Christmas day. Let that go. The money is spent or the money is not spent. Let it go. Lean into joy. If it's the opposite, if you're sitting there going, holy crap, I know we decided not to exchange gifts this year, but there's, there's literally nothing here. Let that go. Lean into joy. Strap on your snow pants, go outside, do some snow angels, whatever that looks like. But when that feeling that shows up around money, whatever that is for you, you let it go instantly and you can, you can literally choose in that moment, no, I choose joy. And you flip that emotion and then you act on it. So don't just sit there, then go do the thing. So if that is, holy smokes, look at all this stuff on the floor. There's a lot. Now I'm tuning into joy and I'm cleaning up the paper because we got to make space, baby. We got lots of playing to do. Or holy smokes, my husband and I, we've always exchanged gifts, but this year we're not because X, Y, and Z expense came up. Cool. Go sit on his lap and hold his hand. Lean into joy. Follow that flip of emotion with an action that supports you leaning into joy. So let go of anything that shows up with that money piece because we're all in that spot. We're all dealing with some type of money mindset. And if anything pops up that feels negative, flip that emotion to joy, follow it with an action. I love that, babe. So good. So good. Yay. <laughs> Lastly, we got soul. I got soul, baby. <laughs> So my tip for the soul is for you to do some reflecting this holiday season on all the times that you saw your soul fucking come up this year and really think about it. Who were you around? What kind of places were you at? When was your soul alive? And we know our soul is alive when we feel so authentically ourselves. We feel free. We feel as though we can just express who we are at our core. And our soul is like, fuck, I feel so good. Um, mm -hmm. And in human design, we look at what your self theme would be. So for manifestors, when were you feeling peace? Right? For my generators and manifesting generators, when were you feeling really satisfied? For my projectors, when were you feeling really successful? 
And for my reflectors, when were you feeling surprised? And when we look at those themes and see how or see who we were around and what we were doing, my suggestion is that you give her permission or him permission to come out more often by you taking control of that. And you saying, hey, you know what, soul, I see you. I see that when you wear fucking dresses, you love your life. That makes you come alive. Maybe that includes dancing or maybe it includes music or maybe it's sunsets. But your soul really feels at home when it's in environments and around people that make it come out freely. And so that's my tip for the soul. Do some reflection this holiday season. And maybe you're just going to pay attention for the next seven days. The next seven days or the next 14 days or the rest of the days of the year, when is my soul coming out? And how can I give her permission to come out more fucking more often? Because you have control over that. And sometimes that means getting rid of people in your life. And sometimes that means making changes so that she can come out. Um, but she deserves to come out. And I think that, uh, yeah, that reflection and taking that time. Sometimes we realize, man, she's been hiding for fucking 20 years. She's ready. She's got her dance shoes ready. She wants to come out. So my challenge for you is to, to pull that forward this holiday season. Mm, that, okay. So when you said that, I just thought of manifestation course. That's something that we, we pull out. So if, if that resonates for you, but you're like, oh God, I don't even know where to start. One of the frameworks that we use, and you can do this in journaling for that exact thing. When does my soul come out? People, places, and things. Make a chart with three columns in it and start filling out who are the people, where are the places, and what are the things that show up in your world so that you can actually make that tangible. Because it seems like a really big thing if it's something that you're just kind of looking at. Um, so I would suggest in addition to that, Ange, is just if having a framework for that is supportive, that's one of the frameworks we use in our manifestation course. So there you have it. Oh, and mine for the soul. Okay, this is like my wheelhouse, but I'm like, there's so many, there's so many. But I would say for me, one of the, the habits actually that has been really supportive for me this year, and it, I've always wanted to be somebody who meditated every day. That was something that I wanted, but just wasn't finding the time. And there would be chunks where I would do it. And But now I would say, so if you're listening and you're like, I want to meditate more, but I, I just can't seem to take away five minutes or I can't get away from the kids or I'm so exhausted that I fall asleep in the night. Like, So I would say first thing in the morning, stay in bed. And lots of meditation experts will probably tell you, no, you need to sit up and you need to get out of your bed. But I find for me, that gives me my 20 minutes, my 40 minutes, my five minutes, depending. I can tailor that meditation to how much time I have and I don't have to do anything except be awake. And so I have found that to be a really soft but powerful way to start my day because I think a lot of us were like, oh God, I gotta get out of bed. It's like, no, I don't yet. I get to meditate. And so for me, that's been a really powerful tool. So over the holidays, because schedules are a little bit more relaxed or maybe they're not, but bumping your alarm up just by a little bit or if you don't have to get up right when your alarm goes off, or you can just kind of like sleep in, just taking that extra time before kind of moving into your day. And I find that for me, depending on how I wake up, sometimes I wake up and I'm like, oh, it's going to be a great day. And other times I'm like, oh, my heart feels 
so tight. Why am I so anxious? Right. And I don't necessarily know why, but I know that those are the feelings in my body. And I can choose a meditation based on that immediate feeling that I wake up with. Right. So I can pop on a YouTube video. I can pop on one of my meditations, whatever that looks like. And I can shift into the feeling that I want for the day. Right. So what, so one of my favorite ones is by Joe Dispenza and he talks of what we're calling in is freedom. We're calling in abundance. We're calling in joy. We are calling in a genius mind and new adventures. That's a really awesome way to start your day in that energy versus allowing whatever you wake up with, right? If you just had a bad dream or you and your partner were disagreeing before bed or, um, you know, you can hear your kids and they're fighting, whatever that is, to go into the energy of the day and just kind of like hope it gets better, right? But you actually get to set the tone for your day based on what it is you call in with that meditation. And I love that I get to tailor it based on the amount of time I have, what I'm showing up with in that day and what I want the day to look like. And it can be, it can be short. It can be long. It can be easy. It can be hard. It can be, and it's all just a shifter before your day even starts. So that would be my tip for the soul is choosing to set the tone for your day with meditation and tailoring it to whatever is showing up for you first thing. One thing I wanted to add with everything we just said is also the fact that we want you to approach all of this with grace and ease. So if you don't want to do any of the things we just told you to do, that's totally fine too. Because sometimes I feel like this whole season or this whole time is like, I need to do this, then this, then this, then this. And then you listen to this podcast and you're listening back. You're like, yeah, I'm going to do this tip and I'm going to do this tip. Or maybe I'm going to do all six things. My suggestion for you, grace and ease doesn't require force, right? And so maybe just choosing one thing, or maybe you're going to choose based on how you feel each of the days, but just giving yourself a lot of grace. So you're not adding more to already the things you're supposed to be doing. If some of these tips feel supportive, we'll run with it, babe. But if they don't, and you're like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking lay around in my PJs for a week because that feels really good. Um, that's cool too. So give yourself some grace um, through the season and just ride the wave. I would say of each of the days, I think it's so easy to be thinking about, Oh, we got to be here at two. And then in three days, we got to go do this. Um, but my suggestion is just go with the flow of whatever each of those days is or is going to look, look like without, uh, I know both you and I um, struggle with anxiety and like when there's things to be done, like these, like, I feel like I love just like crushing the list so that I can like chill. Um, and it takes practice for me not to be in that whole um, go, go, go. Kind of what, what we're saying here, which I, I'm so glad you mentioned that, Ange, because what we're the grace and ease, that's feminine energy. So if we can approach the holiday season with a softness, with an ease, like you said, flow, right? That's where things are easy. That's feminine energy, right? Masculine energy is I've got a list. I've got to relax. I've got to get this done. I've got to meditate. So you're taking what is grace and ease and flipping and tuning into it. Sure. But with a masculine energy. And that's where I would say we struggle with that a little bit too. And just because we both operate in when it comes time to get things done, we flip into that masculine energy because that is the get shit done energy, but that is masculine energy. Whereas, and too far into masculine energy is like 
controlling and like overbearing and too far into like the feminine energy is laziness and lack of motivation. And so taking what we've said and what we're really like leaning towards is more that feminine, not maybe like, I mean, laziness is great. I love that. That's not a bad thing. Um, but leaning into that list, like Anne said, from that feminine energy where it's like, you know what? I think I, I think I might try a meditation today. Hmm. Do I want to? Yeah, I kind of do. And maybe, oh, maybe I do want to like try that other thing. I want to like lean into pleasure today or as you're sitting down to a meal, but taking it from that very like soft feminine and a little bit fucking lazy approach. Right. And that's one thing that, and this is something that if you're looking to release something, releasing what other people would think laziness is. I have people who say to me, oh, you must have so much time. I'm like, I do. <laughs> I really do because I choose to have that much time. I don't choose to run around and be crazy. And so you can, you can choose that without guilt. You can choose to have a soft, relaxing, and a little bit or a lot of it, lazy holiday without that guilt or that I should be doing more um, societal conditioning. Mm-hmm. I see you got the cards out, babe. Oh, I do. I am <laughs> like our audience needs a little guidance. Um, and so if you're listening, um, I think we should do what you normally do on your Instagram, or Ashley, where you'll be like, choose a number between one and something. How many mm-hmm. do you normally do? Three, five, ten? It, it, it varies depending on how much time we have. So we can do five. I would say we can do five. So you okay. pick a number between one and five. And then whatever, Angela, lay down five cards and whatever number you choose, that's your message. I love that. That's like my, one of my favorite ways to do large group readings. Um, yeah. Good. All right. I'm going to get these guys all ready here, all shuffled up and ready to go. Right. And then we shall share. Which cards are you using, love? Um, this is our mystical shaman. Mm-hmm. The Oracle Deck and Guide book recommended by our lovely dear friend, Heather Radke. And I love this deck because I feel like it has both masculine and feminine uh, energy to it with the symbols and the things that come through with the messaging. I like that it speaks to, I believe, both the male and female populations. All right. Okay. Here we go. Okay. So if you're listening right now, you're picking a number between one and five. Don't overthink it. Whatever number pops in first, that's your number. And if you're a wild one, because sometimes this happens, um, I've had people say, I couldn't choose between two and four. Perfect. It's two and four. If you have two numbers that are bumping in, um, those are both your numbers. Because sometimes that happens when we're shuffling. And and if three cards pop out, those are your three cards. Those are, or those are your two cards. Um, So just honoring that if there's more than one, that's cool too. Okay. So if you chose the number one, the card that you received was number 57, the Time Master. We've had this one on the podcast. I think it was September, We maybe October we pulled this one. But uh, for mm. those that chose the number one, let's get your message. So time is the construct of the human mind through which life events are seen to flow in a straight line from past to the future. This, however, is just an illusion. 
Time moves in patterns, sometimes turning like a wheel and others moving straight as an arrow. Humans see time like a ticking clock. And this image reminds us that there is only so much of it to spend in a life, like a kind of currency. At any given moment, you can see time in all its infinite potential at once vast and all encompassing, then shrunken and finite. It all depends on your perspective. So the invitation, when the time master visits you, he asks a most important question. Will you break free from limited cause and effect thinking by moving beyond the illusion and welcoming the cyclic quality of time? You may find yourself right now in a moment when the wheel of time turns and you're able to influence the past, thus changing the present and future at the same time. This is the true test of the time master. You're being invited to take back your power, let go of the past and choose to step into your life. You are the time master. Anything is possible now. Anything else you want to add to that card for those that, uh, that got the one, Ashley? I just feel like it's so on point for the season. Yeah. We were just talking about time and right that we can be lazy in it. We can soak it up. We can we can organize that for a way that feels connected to our soul, especially this time of year because of who we're typically spending that time with and the things that we're doing in that time. So just being I think it calls to mind, it calls to heart just how important it is that you look at the time and choose not even necessarily all the things you're doing. Yes, that's a piece of it, which is very like concrete, but choosing the feelings that you want to spend in that time. If you want to feel into um, those times versus kind of like moving through things in that very like check off, got to get this done, got to go see Sarah, got to go see mom, got to go hang out with, you know, and just how do I want to feel in those interactions and in that time period? Um, so I, I think that's a really on point one. So all you number ones out there. And I feel like also if you're the kind of person who chose a number one, you might be one of those people who, you know, the first thing that pops into my head is like leadership first, organized. Like you might be one of those people that time is something that you really operate by. And so giving yourself that like space to move into the feeling that is connected to time because time is very, it's very concrete. It's a very human ideal in the quantum time does not exist. Right. So because we operate through time, because we are human, there's that piece of kind of letting it soften a little bit. So I thought that one was really on point. What about you? Any downloads that pop in for our listeners who picked the number one? I think you added some really good points there, Faye. I love your little uh, expansions on it. That's beautiful. All right. For those that chose the number two, this is also a really good and beautiful one, especially for right now. Um, so this is the tree of life, but we got it upside down, which means that you're going to receive some medicine from this card. In this deck, if it's right side up, it means one thing. And then if it's upside down, it means something different. And so this card is um, called the tree of life. And it is a sacred symbol throughout the Americas. It's deep roots reach into the lower world, the unconscious, where it, while its branches reach to the heavens, the source of our destiny. To be whole in your life's journey, it is important to have 
deep roots and high branches. A tall tree with shallow roots falls in the first wind, but a tree with deep roots can weather any storm. So the medicine, if you picked the two, what nutrients do you need to add to your soil so that you can grow strong? The seed of the oak will not grow on barren ground or without the light of the sun. What dreams do you want to awaken to create a mindful destiny for your future? Reflect on how you want to blossom, the kind of fruit you want to produce, and where you want to sow your new seeds. Be a conscious creator of your life. I love that one. I feel like that is uh, kind of a powerful image to think about. Um, and with that, I wonder if you received the two, if you want to draw that, if you want to draw the tree and maybe use pulling that card as a good reflective tool for 2023 and moving into 2024. What do you need in your root system? And then what, uh, what do you see in your destiny above you? Mm. Forward for you with that card then. Um, just as you said, drawing it, that made me think of one of the girls who's quite close to us, who took the manifestation course. She did that on her canvas was she actually drew a tree. Um, so I, I love that you mentioned that because I wouldn't have thought of that. But for me, the thing that I think for the number twos out there, you might already be thinking about 2024. Anybody who picked it two, you might be thinking, okay, but what about like, you're the new year's resolution people right now. Whereas Right. Like, and Ange and I were talking about that prior to the episode is just like, oh, I'm not quite in that mode yet. I'll get there. I'll get to like the goal setting, but maybe you're already there. And if you're a number two and you're listening in on that. So taking that time to reflect and take inventory and celebrate the year that has, has just almost completely passed and be thinking about and journaling or drawing about what it is that you're creating. I feel like these are the people who are looking forward, who are ready for maybe something more, or they're maybe able to enjoy the season right now, but really excited for that year forward. So I think that's beautiful. And if you're looking for a template or something with that, one of the things that Angela and I both do is we choose a word for the year. And so maybe that's something you're just kind of reflecting on. That's something that you're waiting for that download to pop in. You're waiting for that thing to drop in. And the other thing that I have added to that, and I love sharing with everybody because this is this is what I do. Um, this, I think, Angela, you do this now too. But what is your gift to yourself and what is your gift to the world? And so that helps you think forward. What do I want for 2024? Yes. Um, but also, what am I gifting myself, which is similar to kind of this season, right? The Christmas season is like, what am I giving myself? And what can I give back to the world? And so my theme or my gift to the world last year was forgiveness, right? So it doesn't have to be like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to give them all my money. It can be, what's my gift to myself? Maybe it's peace, right? Or maybe that's your word for the year and your gift to yourself is a new couch, right? But that can be a really, um, again, that framework, if it's supportive to you to kind of have something that um, allows you to structure it a little bit with lots of flow in there as well. So I would say that that's something that those are maybe the people at the number twos are kind of like, they're excited for what 2024 is going to bring, or maybe 2023 was hard for them. They're like, cause I, I, I would say, I see a lot of people who are like, 
2023. Thanks. Goodbye. I'm ready for you to peace on out. I'm ready for a fresh start. So if you're in that energy, um, taking stock of 2023, but moving into 2024 with that excited energy. Right, my trees. This is the wild one because it's the wild woman card. Ah, me too. And this is also medicine. So, when the wild woman dances into your reading, she reminds you of the essence of authenticity and freedom. A wild woman holds up a mirror to your essential self, the true essence of who you are and who you're meant to become. She is the reminder of the bright light within each of us that gets dimmed by the restrictions imposed upon us by the expectations of society. She reminds us that in order to be fully present in life, we must uncover that light and then let it shine brightly, regardless of the consequences. The medicine. Excess for its own sake is a sign of imbalance. This is a warning sign that you may be trapped in obsessive thinking or behavior, looking for release in places that will never provide it. Let go. True release comes from trusting the fluidity of life, understanding that just as the river needs its banks to flow through, so too do you need boundaries around your thinking and your behavior. Now is the time to simplify. Be mindful and to connect to that light within. Mm. Interesting. Excess for its own sake is a sign of imbalance. Mm. I feel like that is one of those things that comes forward, I think, with the holidays. Mm -hmm. You received the three. I think there's a piece of that that uh, might be worth reflecting on. Mm. What do you think? I'm just letting that one land. I picked three. So oh. yeah, it was emotional. I'm a little bit teary over here. That one. Uh, yeah, there's, there's been a lot of challenge, um, obsessive thinking that pops in, right? Um, and excess for its own sake. That is something that I would say shows up. Um, we, we are trying to simplify. But for me, that is a challenge because we grew up with Christmas was excess and it wasn't necessary excess. It wasn't even um, enjoyable all the time. Not to say it wasn't enjoyable. I loved it. Like we loved, you woke up and it was like everything and it was, you know, overspending and um, more just for its sake because it's Christmas, right? And so being mindful of that peace and being intentional with those gifts is it's a really beautiful reminder. I have a closet full of things like literally beside me that I'm like, I need to go through and I need to decide um, kind of not just excess for its own sake. And I think it's challenging this time of year because we do think like, Oh, I need to get everybody a gift. And, and maybe you do like in, in my family, we get all the kids a gift. And all my kids will get a gift from their cousins and it's right. And so it, it becomes challenging to be intentional with gifts because there is excess. There's like 20 people that I have to buy for. I don't have that, that time essentially. Um, or maybe for some people, maybe it's like, I don't have that kind of money to, to be able to spend 
on like and be intentional on that one gift or maybe saying you know what we're not doing that this year um so that really lands for me i would say that card is on point um and the very first part that you read too about um when she dances into your life um it's a reminder of your boundaries it's a reminder of your light it's a reminder to shine um there's been some family challenges that have showed up in my world and unexpected and so just being with that and reminding um, the reminder to let go and to keep shining. I had a friend pull a card. She has a great deck as well. Um, she's one of my students. She pulled it last night and it was the let go card. So I, to hear that twice, um, I got it. Message received. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Any insights? I just kind of like bared my bit there, but I didn't really talk about how that might I did a spread for my birthday and got that card with the right side up. Mm. Present. So I did a past, present, future for my mm. birthday. And I got that card, the right side up, which there was a line in there. Your authentic. So if it's the right side up, your authentic self doesn't fit in a, into a box. It needs the freedom to shine. Um, shine brightly, dance with abandon, be yourself. Um mm. And so, yeah, I feel as though that archetype, the wild woman or what she embodies, I feel like I have been stepping into over the past couple of years. And I'm feeling like that's landing well. However, I did not choose number three. But mm-hmm. I, I chose number five. So when it gets to number seven, okay, number four is like all right, that. number Four the rattle number 43 and it's upside down so we have some more medicine for this one the rattle is the spirit collar carrying the shaman's prayer to the four directions the body of the rattle is like the earth spinning on its axis with the aid of the rattle the medicine woman instills the desired destiny in her future closing with the prayer great spirit may your will be done the rattle guides us to pray for all those on earth, not just for our own personal needs. When we offer our prayers for the highest good of all people, everything we need will be provided for us. The medicine. You want to catch God on the whisper, not on the shout. What you are trying to craft to your own desires and expectations is already there, standing right in front of you. Do not spin the world to your own benefit. You are being offered the creator's tools, which must be put to use to serve a divine purpose. Hmm. One of the things that popped in, as you said that, um, I wonder if those who chose the number four might be struggling, um, maybe with loss or death at this time of the season, where it's uh, praying for all of humankind, right? And uh, when I think of, shouting at God, it's, it's often in anger or um, misunderstanding or confusion. And so catching God on the whisper is the prayer. It's the internal dialogue. It's that wish for mankind that is, is felt, right? Versus in anger or frustration so I think it's maybe that grace to feel whatever it is you're feeling but then to go in inward and kind of 
reflect and speak to God um, from your heart, maybe. And even just connecting back with gratitude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, fifth and final card, the sacrifice. Number four, also in upside down. I've never seen this one. So. <clears throat> to sacrifice means to make sacred. The sacrifice is an offering of gratitude that is made from the heart, a feast of love that you prepare for the spirit. In the olden days, sacrifices sometimes involved rituals in which blood was offered to the gods. For example, in the Bible, Yahweh. Do you know who Yahweh is in the Bible? Yahweh. Yahweh. Oh, Yahweh. Okay. Yahweh preferred Abel's sacrifice of one of his lambs to Cain's offering of vegetables and fruits. In middle America, the Lord of the dawn came to teach that spirit preferred our songs and prayers instead of the blood of humans or animals. The medicine. What is the one person or thing that you feel that you cannot live without? It is time to offer it all to spirit so that it may unfold as it will. Do not cling to the old form or allow your sacrifice to weigh heavy upon you. You have sacrificed both yourself and your dreams for too long. Now is the time to rededicate yourself to your journey. When you make sacred, you open the doors to infinite wealth. Do not delay on this decision. Oh, it's so interesting. What does that land for you? Because you picked five. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel as though up until a couple of years ago, I would have said I was a very independent, almost unhealthily, too independent, like so fiercely independent that I couldn't rely on anybody to do anything or, um, yeah, that couldn't, yeah, couldn't. Wouldn't rely pretty much on anybody for anything. I would just do it all myself, all of the time. And so since being with Bradley, I feel as though codependency shows up because I feel like it almost has swung the other way where now I feel as though like so deeply connected. And I feel like if I were to lose him, I feel like, oh my God, my world would be so crushed. And I feel that. And I've never felt that. Um in yeah I've never felt that even like reliance on my parents or like reliance on friends it just was never a um never really been a big dynamic so I feel as though this card is my reminder with that that I don't need to exist or have fears that my life is going to fall into shambles or that like everything I love right now is all going to be gone away which I do think has been a big powerful lesson of reflection for me Cause I even remember at one of our retreats in May of like, that would have been 2022. So last year it was like, that was coming up so hard for me. This like intense fear of everything that I love in my life right now, it's just gone. And so this card for me is, I think telling me, um, don't allow that to weigh on me. Trust in God, trust in spirit, trust in universe that like, I don't need to, I don't need to cling to that for it just to be, right? And so that's what I take that as. Is there anything you feel like you want to add either for our audience or for me? Yeah, I would say for the audience um, and, and perhaps for you, but I would say 
Um, I know you're not materialistic, so um, and not that materialism is a bad thing. Um, I know that that's a love language for some people. Um, but when I think of sacrifice this time of year, um, it brings me back to kind of that money mindset thing we had talked about. Um, I think there are a lot of people who are listening right now who are making sacrifices this holiday season that they have not ever had to make. And I think that shows up a lot with kind of finances. And so I'm, I think that's the reminder that, um, I don't know why, but this episode, I'm so emotional. Holy smokes. Um, but that reminder that what you're doing, see, um, is sacred that what you're doing that is hard, that that sacrifice you're making, whether that's just like me and my partner can't afford gifts this year, or you know what, we're minimizing what the children get um, because we have to make a sacrifice so that, you know, we can have the turkey because turkeys are a million dollars at the grocery store kind of thing, whatever that is. So I think it's the reminder that what you're doing doesn't go unnoticed and that it is sacred. So letting go of any guilt or any shame or anything that makes you feel like, man, I wish there could be more. I wish I would have had this. Or So just knowing that whatever you're sacrificing, if you're somebody who is sacrificing this season, that what you're doing is sacred work. I don't know why that makes me cheerful, but it does. (laughs) Eating right now? you all <laughs> are you bleeding right now or no um, not yet but soon. Oh, soon yeah yeah and the 21 days they just they make they make everything a little bit more accentuated so yeah, yeah. So i know that there's a piece there i'm currently on so each day is like first day is crown chakra second day is third eye then it moves into throat chakra then heart chakra then solar plexus then sacral root and then the next week it starts right back up at the top again and so i am on saturday sunday monday tuesday wednesday i'm on sacral Ah, so that makes sense which is uh pleasure um libido sexuality fertility um relationships all the fun stuff so that makes sense that and i also through my human design um my gut is where i make decision from so i know that that's a really special yeah, it's all lining up. <laughs> love it. Really love it. Yeah. Oh, that was beautiful. Reading. We hope you guys enjoyed all of those, uh, yeah, all of those mm. cards and insights and messages from Universe God Spirit um, this holiday season. And I just wanted to say, like, thank you to all of the people we've crossed paths with, like, in 2023. I feel like it's been a big year babe i feel like stepped into breath work and held our first ceremony um and we offered our manifestation course um with the integration of human design full force which Mm -hmm. is such a powerful moment we launched the empowered collective membership and created so much amazing content to help Mm -hmm. have more impact and serve more people and touch more lives and it's just been this beautiful year of even collaborating. Like we did the self-love retreat with the yoga barn and we're going to be heading to Mexico with yoga barn with all of those things. It's just been this beautiful dance of a year that I feel like has flown by so damn quickly, but I want to extend so much gratitude to each and everyone that has 
um, trusted us, mm-hmm. helped guide, support, heal, and uh, coach throughout 2023. Absolutely. And I want to also thank everybody who's quietly following along. Maybe you're listening to the podcast. Maybe you're watching things online. Maybe you're, um, and you haven't come out of the woodwork yet. We want to thank you too, because you're part of this journey. You're, whether you um, have outwardly come out to a thing in your physical form, or if you just kind of follow along in the background and go, you know what, I'm going to try that little tip, or I, I love these girls, but you know, um, and I, with that, invite you to, to come out of the woodwork, if that feels uh, connected to you. Um, one of the things that, and it showed up today, actually, I was just thinking about that gratitude piece for, for our listeners, for all of the people that we've crossed paths with. One of the things that showed up was just the only way you get in the rooms with the people you need to be in sometimes is to, to say yes to that thing that you keep feeling pulled to. So if you're somebody who feels pulled to us or pulled to Ange or pulled to me or pulled in some way, if you're listening and you're like, ah, do I, do I just reach out? Do I just send a message and be like, Hey, love you girls. Or, Hey, I don't know. Like just wanted to say hi. Or can we go out for supper sometime? I live in like listful or like, can we have a Skype or can we have a call? I'm just inviting you that if you feel like we are your people, we want to be in the rooms with people who shine bright. And if you are craving that, um, this is your invitation. This is the gift that uh, if you want to spend time with us in whatever capacity that is, that isn't just listening to, to the podcast on Thursdays, this is your invitation to come out of the woodworks and uh, just say hi. Say hi. Because we love you. And I want to know you. But if I, and if I don't, I can still love you, but I want you to know that that invitation um, is there. Totally. Mm-hmm. Likewise and well said, babe, you got a sweater on that we need to talk about, by the way. <laughs> and also like this cute little scrunchie on your wrist that I've been dying. I'm like, oh, I kind of wanted to say it first, but I'm like, <laughs> uh, what are you wearing, girl? Oh, so I have some swag at the Bunky, which I'm so excited for. Um, I have some, sw- I had some sweaters made. And so this little beauty, I lo- my favorite is the neckline. It's this little guy right here. Oh, it just yeah. like is so cozy. Um, and then on the little chest part, it says sole purpose Reiki. Um, just a cute little, little emblem there. And then, um, yeah, I had some scrunchies made by Simply. Um, she actually, I, I grew up in the same town as the girl who makes them, but she, she does work everywhere and she makes the very best scrunchies and so I contacted her and she has done my little logo on the um, on the tag so you can get sole purpose Reiki scrunchies or sole purpose Reiki sweatshirts I have Jen Broff who is a friend and previous student of mine and she makes jewelry so I've got bracelets I have the bitch slaps from the universe cards at the bunky too so yeah I just I'm excited that there's lots of little gifty things that um, are available. So if you know somebody or you are somebody that is craving a little bit of swag or a little bit of um, client wear, um, it's there. I was thinking as as I was kind of bouncing these ideas around, it's, it's been in my mind for a long time, actually, and you know that. But when I finally pulled the trigger, the whole thought was more just like, 
I know a lot of people who have somebody who they're like, what do I get the person who, you know, does, does Reiki? I know they're into like crystals, but I've gotten them crystals and I, I you know, I've gotten the gift card. And so um, I just thought that this is kind of like a fun little, little something different um, for the mom whose daughter goes to Reiki or, you know, just, um, just kind of like a fun little extra. So, yeah. Yeah, thanks for the shout out on that, though. Um, there's four different colors in the sweatshirts. Um, when I was purchasing them, I just couldn't choose. So <laughs> I picked four. I picked four different colors. Um, I'm currently wearing the the brown one. Um, I have blue, which I also love. And it would look awesome on you with your eyes. I have pink and I have like a very light minty olive kind of mint and olive. Those don't go together. It's kind of like a minty, um, a minty green. So and you yeah. can see that on your Instagram, right? They can go and check out the pictures. Yeah, cool. um, just for reference, because I know it's always helpful. What size are you wearing? Just to. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I'm currently wearing a medium and it's a bit um, on me. It's a little bit. I like it a little bit bulkier. So yeah. it's a little bit wider. Um, I typically wear the blue one that I have that I also love. Um, it's a small and I just find that it's a tiny bit shorter which is, which is cute depending on what I'm wearing. And for me, my arms are really long. So I would say that um, if you're typically a small, but you want like a longer arm, um, the medium I find for me, the small is just a little bit shorter. Um, but yeah, I would say for me, um, I'm comfortable in a small to medium, but I could say to even just like sizing up one, they tend to fit a teeny bit smaller than I would say is your average kind of um, gear. Yeah. Love it. All right. So I, when you did that, I was like, okay, bitch slap, we have to do one just to kind of like. I saw you get up and I was like, what is she doing? I'm like, I feel like we just need to end it with like a bitch slap. Um, farewell. 2023. You get a bitch slap. Yeah. Farewell. <laughs> slap your ass on the way out. Um, but I think it's funny because I don't think a lot of the cards have like paragraphs and like lots of stuff. This one has two sentences. Ready? Love it. Yep. Stop denying it. You are fucking awesome. Bam. Bam. <laughs> Bam. There you have it, 2023. Thank you very much. <laughs> if anybody hasn't told you, you're mm. fucking awesome. We love you so, so, so much. And uh, guess we'll see you 2024. Hope that everybody has the most magical holiday mm. season. Yes. And then the please, biggest. Please. The biggest squeeze, the biggest hug, the biggest love, um, and all the peace in the world, whatever it is that your focus is for the season or um, as you reflect on the year behind or the one coming up, let love be at the center of it. And that's what we're sending to all of you. Love and gratitude. Mm. Ah. Love, gratitude, grace and ease, baby. <laughs> yes. All right. Amen. Very well for now. Bye.